0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Doink, the sports podcast in which Josh and I go over all things that have to do in the wide world of sports. Sports. So, um...
1: A somber episode yes, today. Yes,
0: yes. Um, we're going to open up pretty much like every other sports show in the nation has opened up over the last five days. And we're going to remember Kobe Bryant. Um, But I'm going to do this a little differently. Um, We're going to kind of talk about everything that has to deal with this whole situation. Yes, Kobe is the focal point with everything that happened here. Um, to me, the real focal point is the 313 13-year-old girls. Um, obviously, his daughter Gianna, um, 13 years old, carrying on her father's legacy. Um, it's been stated many, many, many times through many, many, many different people who know Kobe, talk about Kobe, have done interviews with Kobe, spent time with Kobe. Gianna was the person who was going to be carrying on The Bryant Bryant legacy, the Bryant name. You know, there's a Jimmy Kimmel interview where he talks about how fans always come up to came up to Kobe and talked like, Hey, when you're gonna get a when you gonna get a boy? When you're gonna have a boy? And Gianna would just be like, I got this, you know, I got this. I'm I'm gonna do this. She was ready to be that 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 next step in the Kobe Bryant, you know, lineage when it comes to being a a true basketball superstar. She, that's what she was gonna be. Yeah. I mean, bottom line is, look at some of the videos that have come out about her and Kobe just training and practicing and stuff like that. Um, then you have the other 13-year-old girl teammate of hers, Alyssa Altobelli. Um, her, her father John, and her mother Carrie were also aboard the helicopter. Uh, John was actually a 27-year tenured head coach um, for OCC, which is Orange Coast College uh, Pirates. Uh, 700 wins in his career. Um, as the school has come out and stated, uh, he was more than just a baseball coach there. You know, he was just a great human being. Um, you know, the season was just about to start. Completely yeah. puts a completely puts a different spin on what the season's going to mean for yeah. that team. It's considering gonna that
1: completely, it's going to be completely different.
0: Yeah, considering that he's been there for the last 27 years. Uh, the final 13-year-old who was on the plane was also uh Peyton Chester. Her and her mother Sarah were both on board. Again, like I said, all three of these girls were going to the um, Mamba school. Yeah, they were all going. They're all athletes. All athletes. um, All been on teams together. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate what's happened. Um, Also on board was uh, Christina Mauser. Uh, That was one of the um, Mamba Academy assistant coaches. Yep. Um, She's left behind. Uh, She has her husband, children, who have unfortunately, you know, have to deal with this passing as well. Lost a mother
1: and lost a wife. Yep, exactly. It's it's not it's not an easy time. This, and then I, I, I know, I'm gonna just cut in here. Um, I know that our show is generally very upbeat and very excitable, but this, if you cannot tell, is very heavy for both of us. Not just not because we're basketball fans, because we like basketball, we're not huge fans, but we have lost a sports icon. And not just a sports icon, but a world icon. Yeah. Um,
0: The final person that um, I haven't mentioned yet is obviously the pilot, Um, Aras Zobayan. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name. I'm kind of just reading off of notes. I haven't really listened to anybody giving out these names and stuff like that. And unfortunately, this guy's, um, over the last 24 hours, uh, his name's kind of been getting dragged through the mud um, pretty drastically. Um, They were saying that he had already had a couple of crashes in his past. They were saying that the company he worked for wasn't licensed to fly in inclement (laughs) weather in California. And I'm not going to get into the politics and the semantics on this whole thing. Was there fog and overcast? Yes. Had the LAPD grounded their helicopters that day? Yes. But were they given clearance to fly? Yes. It's simple as that. And unfortunately, um, the best way that I've heard this whole thing being talked about, and I'm going to circle back to Kobe in a minute, is uh, Shannon Shop on First Take. With Skip Bayless Mm -hmm. He basically said That You know This one appointment That you can never Be late for And When he pulls your card He pulls your card Yeah And that's just what happened You know These nine people On this helicopter Had their cards pulled that day Mm -hmm. And there's nothing That's gonna change that I mean there's nothing That's gonna Alter their fate They went up in that helicopter It was their time To have their card pulled And unfortunately You know We lost the legend From the NBA But the The biggest downside to all of this was three 13 year old children a a family was completely pulled apart pulled apart with the mother and the daughter passing yeah. and then obviously there is other elements to the other family where you have the father the mother and the daughter gone but then there's also another son JJ and their daughter Lexi who's who are surviving them yeah so there's a whole bunch of different things being mixed around now to get back to Kobe you know, um, I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but what I can tell you about Kobe Bryant, having watched him when I was growing up, um, is he was our generation's Jordan. Yeah. But he was. Yeah. He was, just like Jordan. Killer instinct. He he wanted it all. He wanted to win every game he was in. Yeah. If he, he was if he was the points leader, it wasn't enough. He had to be the all-time points leader, which, I mean, he never got to that pedestal, but I'm just saying that's where he wanted to get to. If he won one championship, nah, he had to win five. If uh, he went to one all-star game, nah, he had to go to 15. He had to go to the 17. He he just always had to be that guy. Mm -hmm. But where the difference lies with him and Jordan is that with Jordan, Jordan, at the end of his career, didn't really give back to the players in the league. Did he give back to Kobe? Yes. But that's because Kobe asked him, Hey, how do I do you? Yeah. I how do how do I be ha, the next you? How do I be the next Michael Jordan? Yeah. And Kobe, without even batting an eye, started doing that at the end of his career. Yeah. With players like LeBron, D Wade, um, some of the other guys who have come in through the league that I mean, look at what every NBA team did and remembers of Kobe Bryant. And look at what the All-Star 24 games were. second
1: violations, 8, eight second, second violations. violations. Exactly. I'm pretty sure there's been a motion, like a motion and an idea that's been floating, every single team retire the number 24?
0: Well, again, I haven't he- I don't know anything about that. I haven't, again, I kind of been just trying to stay away from this news as much as possible so this way that my opinions aren't aren't very, swayed one way or another. Exactly. Um, but I do know they have announced that they are posthumously inducting him into the NBA Hall of Fame before the prerequisite 5 years 5 years um i know that at the all-star game they are doing something for both gianna and, and kobe. kobe at the all-star game um to me the one video that i watched it pretty much summed it all up for me as far as what kobe bryant meant in the basketball sense and the post basketball sense was the uh, shaquille o'neal Interview. Yeah, this is a guy who these two guys just could not get along. It was a big brother, little brother dynamic. You know, who was the guy who was going to carry the team? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they won three championships together. But at the end, they just didn't. It. it they was were always butting heads. Always butting heads, and eventually it led to Shaq leaving and Kobe being given keys to, to the, the f- kingdom. To the kingdom. And you know, Shaq obviously is everyone has seen in his interview is completely distraught over this. You know, he was telling his nephew who brought down the phone while he was doing some um training with his son and I guess his other nephew, um, just all mad at him for even showing him the phone, saying that Kobe had passed, and he just said it's just not real, you know. It it sucks because Kobe's second half was gonna be his better half from all accounts, according to everybody. The the guy who was the black mamba. Yeah. on the court is not who the guy was no. after he had retired. He had been giving so much back to the basketball community. Um, for all his transgressions when he was a young basketball player, whatever those may be, and I'm not bringing any of that stuff up, apparently he had completely done a 180, completely different type of husband, type of father, towards the end of his basketball career during this new course of in, in his life. Yeah, And the one person who really is suffering right now is obviously his wife Vanessa. Yeah, You know, he she lost her husband, her rock, over these last mm-hmm. however many years they've been married. But she also lost her, her eldest daughter. She lost her 13-year-old daughter. Yeah, And she is the one who is in the public eye. That's not saying that these other families aren't going to be in the public eye. But yeah, they've but all it's... put out statements in which they want their privacy respected. They want their time. And that's the thing is, is because they're not public figures, that's going to happen. Yeah. For Vanessa Bryant, that is not going to happen. No. She is a public figure in L.A. She was the wife of Kobe Bryant. She is going to be invited to the All-Star Game. She's going to be invited to the NBA ceremony. She's going to be the one who probably inducts him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It, it's, it's a lot to put on this woman's shoulder considering everything that she's going to have to go through for however long it's gonna take her to go through the she will never process. be the same no no and you're not expected to be no and we're not trying and I'm not I'm not trying to say you know one way or the other it it's you're not expected to be the same person you were when you woke up Sunday morning kiss yeah. your husband and your daughter goodbye as they get into their helicopter that they've flown in a thousand times yeah Knowing, going to another basketball go, game. Going to the ta-
1: probably talking what they're having for dinner than when they come back from the game. Exactly. And it's like And and their whole world flipped one hundred and eighty degrees. Exactly. In yeah. five minutes. Exactly. And the thing is, is like I said, like Shannon Shop
0: said, the cod just got pulled. Yeah. It, it, it's simple as that. It's a dark day in sports. It's a it's a dark day in the public eye when it comes to public figures in sports. Um he's a hero uh to many people in the sports community. He's a hero to many people who are Lakers fans who are NBA fans. Yeah. He's a hero to many of those people. Um it's a it's a very interesting term to be thrown around. It's a term that I respect for people who do look at Kobe that way. If that if that's your definition of what a hero was, then yes. I I thoroughly respect it. I can understand why you would use that word to describe him. I'm not a basketball fan, but what I could see from him is he was a good father. He was a hell of a basketball player, just based on an outside perspective of the yeah. very little bit that I watched. Yeah, and He was giving back to the game that gave him so much. Mm-hmm. He, he was, a,
1: what was he, a 17, 18-year-old kid? 18 he, years he, old when he came uh, out when of high he was school. drafted in 1996. 20 seasons as an LA Laker. Exactly.
0: I mean... What more can you ask for from a league than getting 20 years of your life yeah. into the league? Specifically so started, for one team, exactly. So he gave. He started doing what he knew was right for the betterment of the league, which is he started giving back to the league, giving yeah. back to the young players, giving back to to um the the WNBA, like doing the stuff with the, with the girls' basketball and the mom yeah. mentality. I mean, there are plenty of people who have used. Kobe Bryant over the last few years to come in and talk to their teams. I believe the New England Patriots did it where they Mm -hmm. had him come in and talk to the team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a sad day in the sports world. It's a sad day for basically um, everybody who sits here and listens to sports podcasts or listens to ESPN radio or it's it's just a it, it was a sad day on Sunday it's been a very hard week for a lot of people yeah. and it's going to continue to be hard in particular like we said for Vanessa Bryant and her family as well as the other victims families who were on board the, the helicopter but again not to diminish their losses or the times that they're going through because they're going through some very difficult times as well but it's for Vanessa Bryant she will be in the public eye this entire time during this entire loss and it, and it's it's just heartbreaking for me so I don't know if you have anything else to add Josh.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a ton to add in terms of cuz you covered the whole thing. Start to finish. Um again, us both not being major basketball fans, um don't really have a ton to talk about in terms of his actual outside of his 17 All-Stars and 5 NBA championships. We don't know his stats. Off the top of our heads. Because we weren't huge basketball fans. But <clears throat> there's one thing that I need to say. We need to not let Kobe be only remembered in our generation. Kobe needs to be remembered forever.
0: And, I, and, and he's going to be. He's going to be. He he. This Mamba mentality that he was patenting and putting together... This was this generation's be like Mike. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it's what it was.
1: Yeah. So that's it, that's essentially yeah. all I really need to say. Yeah. Um, about the the subject. Um, you want to move on? Yeah. We can move on yeah, to. Let's uh, move on to. Um, we have a little bit more that we need to talk about. Uh, this episode, I'll kind of explain what we're going to be talking about. We have a little bit of Red Sox news. Yep, but yep. it's huge when it comes to the league yes
0: it's it's um gonna shake up uh two franchises who surprisingly trade a lot with each other yeah and then we're also going to get into our super bowl Bowl predictions
1: predictions yep um so we'll start with the red sox um mookie who everyone thought was just re-signed by the red sox for a a massive contract. Yeah,
0: it was an arbitration number too. So yeah. you knew something was funny because they signed the arbitration contract, but then not signing him to a long term deal. So you knew that they were that, that the wheels were turning
1: to get him out. He could be going to San Diego.
0: Yes, and and like I said, this is a team in which they've done many deals in the past with. Yeah, I mean when um, who was the left handed pitcher they traded for? Drew Pomeranz. Yep. They traded for Drew Pomeranz when they were going into a uh, playoff run. Yeah. And he was coming out of San Diego. So um, a lot of familiarity between Dombrowski
1: and the San Diego Padres um, general manager. Yeah. And and what's really interesting about this is it's not just Mookie's name who's on the ballot, but also David Price.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. But the thing is, is, um, they've got to get rid of some of this dead money. They yep. already have way too much dead money in Chris Sale. yeah. And Chris Sale, um, unfortunately, had his, um, I think he's had maybe his two best seasons under the Red Sox because he's a strikeout pitcher, um, flame ball throwing strikeout pitcher, mm-hmm. but he's very slender frame. Yeah, he is. And he puts a lot of wear and tear on his body. And it he'll
1: either... I feel like if he keeps going at the... He'll have Tommy John in the next two years. Two yeah, seasons. but a, a Tommy John will end his
0: career. He's getting up there in years. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but I like the move of moving on from Mookie.
1: Personally, yeah. I do. I mean, me being a Red Sox fan, I never want to see anybody leave. Specifically, the you team. want to see
0: Mookie leave? His inability to work a contract out. So this, how's this? Mookie Betts is the opposite of what Tom Brady is. He's a guy who wants all his money, and then when the team decides it's going to stop faltering, then he's not going to take any of the blame for it. He wants all the money that doesn't allow you. Now, I understand there's no salary cap in Major League Baseball, so you can spend whatever you want. But the thing is, there is a luxury cap threshold, and if you go over that luxury cap, the team is charged a tax to the league. So the Red Sox cannot go over that luxury. They can't get into that luxury cap. So Mookie... Selfishly wants to be paid like Mike Trout.
1: <clears throat>
0: you're not Mike Trout. You're no. not Mike Trout is a generational baseball player who gets talked up in conversations with Gehrig, with Mantle, with Ruth. That's how good Mike Trout is. And yes, I listed three Yankees, but no offense. Whenever no, anybody knows, no, lists, you're you're right. That's just who he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Mookie Betts is not that. Mike, no. Trout, Mike Trout won the MVP last year and missed 30-plus games. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have won the MVP. Hashtag Marcus Simeon. Hashtag my MVP. You're right. But but at the end of the day, that's who Mike Trout is. In his worst season, he still won MVP, and that was like two years ago, where he missed buku amounts of games, hit under 300, and still was the best player in the majors by leaps and bounds. Okay. Yeah. That's not who Mookie Betts is. Okay? that's what it is.
1: So if you can get pieces to help rebuild your team, buy Mookie Betts. Yeah. If we can if we can get that money back or get money or draft picks or players in general. You just
0: want youth. That's what yeah. you want.
1: You want young you want young talent. Yeah. Maybe We've you had could, a lot of old blood on our team for a while. Right now you do. Yeah. I mean your two best pitchers are over thirty.
0: Yeah. And let me just think about this. The reason why John Lester was not re signed by the Red Sox was because he was over thirty, right? Yeah. Okay, and then your next two big ticket pitches that you sign are over 30. Yeah. David Price. Oh, well, they weren't over 30 at the time, but they were 30. So, yeah, I I think the move to move on from Wookiee Betts needs to happen. Yeah. I think the Red Sox need to pull the trigger. If Price is part of the deal, Price is part of the deal. If he's not part of the deal, he's not part of the deal. Yeah. But Betts needs – you need to free him up. We need young blood.
1: Exactly. So –
0: Um, Want
1: to move on to Super Bowl predictions?
0: I want to move on to Super Bowl predictions, but first, because we were talking so much baseball, three all-time greats had their birthdays today. Ernie Banks, Jackie Robinson, and Nolan Ryan were all born on January
1: 31st. Wow. Also, I've had a, in my fandom birthday today. Oh, yes. Talking about football. My, uh... My man, Dougie P. That's right, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's birthday is today. Yes. One-time Super Bowl champion. Doesn't matter. Only going to be a one-time Super Bowl
0: champion. You don't know that. But it doesn't matter because he beat the Patriots. Yeah, he did. Okay. So now, time to really pick up the steam here.
1: Super Bowl predictions. Super
0: Bowl predictions. Okay. I am not going first. This is all on you, my friend.
1: I already think we're going to split on this. Okay. All right. Because I'm... I, I want... Team? Yep. Score. Okay. MVP. Okay. I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. 27 21. Okay. And your MVP is George Kittle. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. I have the San Francisco 49ers. 28 to 7.
1: Wow. They keep Pat to one.
0: And your MVP is Joey Bosa. You mean Nick Bosa? Uh, Nick Bosa, I'm sorry. Nick Bosa.
1: Give it to a defensive player. It's going to be yep. the second offensive player since 50. Yep. Because Vaughn Miller was uh, MVP in 50. Yes. I have my reasoning behind this. I do not trust Andy Reid. I don't. Now, I agree with you because he's always looking at the Denny's menu. Yep. Um, But... My main thing is, I thought you were going to go the other way because you were going to say you don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Yeah, but they're going to keep the ball out of. Jim- How's this? Kyle Shanahan's going to win the Super Bowl because he learned from his twenty-eight to three mistake against the Patriots.
1: Here's true, but here's here's something different. I think, and this is going to be a bold prediction. Matt and I have discussed this. Okay. The first two drives, Jimmy is going to throw the ball for fourteen points. Two drives, however long it takes. Once they realize they can run the ball, because they're that far ahead, they're going to start running the ball to run the clock. And then they'll run the ball for the rest of the game. So Jimmy is going to throw for the first two touchdowns. The okay. rest are going to be runs. All right. So,
0: um, I personally think that Bosa is going to take over this game. They're going to use Bosa to basically spy Mahomes. Because How many Bo- sacks? Oh, he's going to have three sacks. Okay. He's going to have three sacks. He's gonna, I'd he's, say two and a half. He's going to have a Reggie White type of game. I'm going to say two and a half. He's going to have three sacks. He's going to have at least one forced fumble, fumble recovery. He may even pick one up and return it for a touchdown. Pick six. Okay. Well, not a pick six, a re- fumble recovery for six That's points. That's what I meant, yeah. But the difference in this game is Kyle Shanahan's last time that he was in a Super Bowl, he was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. He had a 28-3 to three lead. And instead of turning around and handing it to his most dynamic offensive weapon, nothing against Julio Jones. But Devontae Freeman Mm -hmm. was his most dynamic weapon that year. Okay, The guy could catch it out of the backfield. The guy was an excellent running back. And if memory serves me correctly about that game, he scored the first points in that game. So what I would say is he's going to learn from that mistake. And what he's going to end up doing is he's going to use Matt Barita and all these other running backs that he has. And he's going to use his dad's system of Mm -hmm. a true dominant uh, zone-blocking run game, which helped Mike Shanahan win two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos when he had Terrell Davis as a running back against the Atlanta Falcons and against the Green Bay Packers, respectfully. And he's going to run and run and run. And the defense is good enough to keep... Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes and that offense really tapered down. So what happened to the Titans in the AFC Championship game where they had to get out of a running attack is not going to happen with the 49ers. And all it's going to take is a couple of drives in which the running attack just all of a sudden opens a hole and opens a hole and opens a hole. And before you know it, 11 runs down the field, touchdown. 11 runs down the field, touchdown. It's that's just my opinion, and it's all because I believe that good old Kyle Shanahan has learned from demons of the past. Andy Reid, unfortunately, Denny's menu is always in his face.
1: So, I was wrong. I thought we were going to split. I thought you we were going to have Kansas City. No, no, no. I don't trust Andy Reid. I don't. Well, everyone can tell we're both NFC guys. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, we're going to announce, the, well, I'm going to announce this right now. We're going to have another special episode of Doinked on Monday. Yes. Recapping the Super Bowl. Either A, we're going to look like heroes, or B, we're going to look like, like idiots. idiots. We're going to look like idiots. Whatever. Um, It's going to be interesting. Yes, it is. And I will, I'm going to try and swing it, but if San Francisco can pull off the victory, I may try and swing a special guest Monday night. Oh, okay. I may try and swing and see if we can get... Matt in here. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't need him pounding his chest in my face, but
0: whatever. Let's do we'll this. We'll see.
1: We'll do this. I yeah, don't care. We will see. So I think that Pretty is much, going to be our shortest episode ever. Yeah. Basically it's a short episode.
0: Um, you know, we highlighted what we wanted to highlight at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um, obviously it was baseball talk, obviously Super Bowl. Not to say that anything that hasn't happened in the NBA hasn't been important yeah. as far as coming into the All-Star break. Yeah. And nothing in the NHL has been important coming out of the All-Star break.
1: Oh, I do want to mention one thing out of the All-Star break. Uh, David Postonrock, MVP. For the season? Uh, for the All-Star. Oh, for the All-Star game. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Which they didn't even win. Yeah. The Atlantic didn't even win. <laughs> yeah, but but four goals... Wins. Six points?
0: Yeah. Take it. Exactly. But um, um, that's what happens when you play three-on-three hockey the entire game. Yeah, pretty much. It's much. wide open.
1: Yeah. But that basically finishes this episode off. Yes. Um, You can go ahead and do the outro. This is your show. Oh, boy. All right. So
0: to all of our listeners and follow us, you know, where to find us, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, not as much on Twitter, but you know that you can still follow us on there yeah. if you'd like. Um, listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're willing to listen to any feedback anybody has out there for us.
1: Yeah, any suggestions as to any what you su- want to hear?
0: Exactly. Um, Anybody who wants to come in, yeah. do a guest spot with us. Let us know. Don't hesitate to hit us up. Uh, hashtag Left Twix, only way to go. And, you know, I think there's only two words we have left for you.
1: Doinks out. Doinks out.